What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into the show, I want to welcome you here. It's a podcast, and here we talk about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or there's updates that we're making up on our own just for fun. If either of those things are interesting to you at all, you are in the right place. And guys, just as a reminder, this is my last full week of episodes before um, my week-long Christmas break. I'm going to just be taking a break next week just to enjoy Christmas with my friends and family. So um, you can expect to see a couple or a few rerun episodes. I'm going to post some older episodes that I think you guys might like to listen to again. And uh, that's what's going to happen next week. But in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and round off this year with this final week of uh, full episodes. And guys, you already know what we're going to do. We're going to kick this episode off with the Q&A segment. This is the segment in which I had asked you a question and y'all had come back with a lot of different kinds of answers. And so a few episodes ago, I asked you guys to give me an idea for a new mob in the villager family. Currently, we only have, you know, the normal villager. Uh, which, of course, there's a lot of sub-villagers in that. There's a lot of different variations, but it's essentially the same mob. And then you have the Wandering Trader. Um, And I guess you might sneak the Iron Golem in there, but it's not technically a villager. But on the other hand, you have the Illager faction, the Illager family that's got, you know, you have the Vindicator, you have the Pillager, you have the Pillager Captain, you have the uh, Evoker, uh, and arguably you have the Witch, perhaps, Or is the witch a villager? I'm not sure. Um, Either way, uh, the Illager family is far outnumbering the villagers. And so I wanted to see if you guys had any ideas for increasing the population of the villager family. And this is what you guys had to say. Emmalyn says, I would like a redstone villager. You would find him in the deep dark in the redstone part under the portal. He would sell redstone and guides for using it. Very interesting to have a redstone villager. I I like the idea of having a technical villager. Right now, we don't have any villager that has much to do with redstone. So that would be really cool. I don't know about finding him in the deep dark, though. It just seems like, how did this guy get down here? Because all the other villagers are, you know, safe in their villages and, you know, they're passive and not adventuring out at all. And then you have this random guy in one of the most dangerous parts of Minecraft. That's kind of a cool idea, but um, I don't know about the lore-wise how that would work, but... A cool idea for a redstone villager. Dragonfish says a bartender. He would spawn in the bar and his work table would be a variant of the brewing stand. He would trade beer. <laughs> that gives you the overhang effect. Oh, dragon. Um, I feel like that would not be appropriate for Minecraft. <laughs> uh, maybe that's a mod. Maybe that's an adults uh, only mod. But uh, for a kid's game, I don't know about um, beer and alcohol and uh, the overhang effect. Uh, but funny idea. Pizza says, aliens, they live in UFOs that hover in the sky. You can trade with them for high-tech ingredients, but if you break any blocks, they turn hostile. There could also be underground alien bases. The idea of there being like alien beings that are like slightly friendly towards you is kind of cool, especially if you also have this idea of, you know, there's they have like secret areas around the world that they're kind of taking over a little bit. I like that because right now in Minecraft, the focus is heavily on 
ancient times. And if you find a structure, oh, this is an ancient structure. This is something that the history was a long time ago and we don't really know. It's a mystery. But you're, you're suggesting something that's like, this is the future of Minecraft. This is happening now. People, these, these creatures are building these structures now, and this is an active thing that is happening. I kind of like that angle, because the closest thing we have to that right now is villages, and uh, of course, all of the illager stuff. And um, that seems sort of frozen in time, rather something that's actually dynamically happening. But if we have some sort of lore where the aliens are coming and they're trying to take over somehow, that's kind of interesting. Seth says a villager ghost, you summon it on full moons and it haunts your world. For example, if you break certain blocks, it screams. Um, I'm already a very, very um, <laughs> flighty sort of player. I get jump scared a lot just by, you know, zombies. So having a screaming ghost in Minecraft might be too much for me, but maybe for other people, they might enjoy that a lot. This person, like Chickens Forever, says maybe someone like an innkeeper. They would be a villager that would be in an inn on the outskirts of a village. Maybe they have wandering traders passing through. Maybe they could give quests. I like all of those ideas. I like the idea of there being like a hotel that, um, I mean, we all do this, right? You, you're, it's like the first night in Minecraft. You haven't built a base yet. You don't have a bed yet. But you find a village, and so you just run over. You jump into bed. And either you end up staying there for a little while or you just, you know, move on. But either way, it's kind of like a rest stop for the player. It'd be kind of cool if there was like a rest stop, like an actual official rest stop in a village that was an actual structure with its own villager. Um, maybe it has an iron door so the villagers don't take it over and you don't go in there and there's no beds left. Um, but that would be really, really cool. If, uh, yeah, if that was sort of canonized in villages, that there was this expectation of, yeah, you're going to stop here until you can kind of get your feet under you and uh, get some more resources and a base. Um, this is going to be sort of a place for you to hang out. So I like that idea a lot. Floop says, I think the Isolager should be added. Even though they would be deadly, they sound like an amazing thing to see and fight with. Well, yeah, and I agree because I voted for the Isolager and I hold out hope even to this day that one day it will come to Minecraft. Barbecue says, how about a Glow Shaper? A villager mob with the ability to manipulate and emit light, aiding players in dark environments or caves, and maybe you pay them for that. That's an interesting idea, and I like the, the, the name for it. I wonder if that came from a fantasy book or if you just made that up. But uh, that would be kind of cool. A mob that sort of increases the light level of the chunks around it uh, might be really useful. And this could be a solution for the people who don't like using light blocks to light up an area, even though they have done an amazing job, job of updating how light works in the game and how spawning works in the game. People still don't want to do, you know, torch spam in the game. And so having one of these glow shaper villagers uh, and you build them a little house or you build them a little station and then like the, the for like three or four chunks around them in a perimeter, um, all of that is lit up to, you know, something above light level zero, just so no mobs spawn. That might be a fun, fun feature to play with. I'm a dude says there could be a villager warrior that would spawn in some kind of structure, except for enemy, enemy structures, and it would fight any mob it sees. Love your podcast. Keep it up. Well, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, a villager warrior. I don't know. I feel like right now, I feel like this could be done. Um, I do feel like villagers as a faction are pacifists, and they rely on iron golems, and um, they rely on the player to protect them. 
but I kind of feel like there could be something. Maybe this is a, it's somewhere, it's something like a witch where it used to be a villager, but then something happened and it changed a little bit. Uh, even though it still looks like a villager, it's, it has more of a hostile attitude and maybe it's friendly to the players and it's on the good side of things, you know? So it doesn't like buddy up with the villagers or anything. It's still on the team of the villagers, but it's some sort of outcast. It changed somehow and it learned how to pick up a sword and fight with it. That would be kind of cool to see. I, I absolutely agree. And finally, Silas says the herder could wander around surrounding area close to the village and would herd different kinds of animals. It could trade all kinds of animal related trades and possibly the whistle. Uh, the herder, we do, I think we do already have a shepherd villager. So seeing this sort of um, feature added to the shepherd villager would be interesting. Uh, seeing it walk around and trying to, you know, herd the different animals that spawn around a village. Uh, maybe shearing the sheep, you know, maybe milking the cow. Interacting with, interacting with these farm uh, animals. And then trading animal-related trades would be really, really cool. Um, especially if we get some sort of pet update and possibly the whistle, like you said. And honestly, that goes straight into our main discussion. Uh, so thank you guys so much for these ideas. And if you want your idea to be read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify. Interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many of those answers as I can in a future episode. Now, before we get into the main discussion, guys, I want to remind you that I would love to create a space for you guys to all talk together, maybe collab on the One Block Challenge of the Week, maybe talk about your ideas for the Q&A segment, and uh, I would like to open up a Discord, but I don't want to do it by myself because that's just way too much work for one person to do. I want a team of moderators, so if you are at least 18 years old or older, and you are interested in being a moderator for an official Dig Straight Down Discord, send me an email to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com and let me know. And uh, I'll do a little basic questionnaire for you, get to know you a little better, and we'll talk about it. And uh, when I have at least five people interested in being a moderator on that Discord, I will uh, put the put the everything in action and I will let you guys know when you can expect the Discord to open. Also, guys, don't forget, I have been posting videos on my YouTube channel, so if you are not subscribed, go to the description of this episode, and the link to my channel is there. Uh, if you can't find it, just go to YouTube and search for my name, RebelJC, and it should pop up. Um, and, make, and, and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the videos I've been putting up. I've been putting up these sort of exploration videos, non-commentary, very chill relaxed kind of things, but with a little bit of storytelling it, maybe a little bit of creepy storytelling in it. I'm trying to have fun with it. Um, it's a little bit different than what I've done before. So I would like to see if you guys are interested in that. And if you are just, uh, make sure you're subscribed. I would love to hit 500 subscribers by the end of this year. And this, the end of this year is coming up pretty quick. I don't know if I'm going to hit that goal, but guys, if you would like to try to help me hit that goal, you can go to my YouTube channel and make sure you are subscribed. Also, guys, don't forget about the One Block Challenge. You have until tomorrow to submit your idea for a block that cannot be mined. I've already gotten several entries, and they all look great. 
And uh, so, yeah, send me your idea for a block that cannot be mined. All the details for the challenge are going to be in the description of this episode. If you need a refresher on how that works, just send me an idea to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com for your chance to be one of the three winners that I will read in Friday's episode. All right, guys, with all of that out of the way, let's get into the main discussion of this episode. So in this episode is sort of um, prompted by an email I got. We're going to be talking about how to make cats better in Minecraft. So improving cats. And here's the email that I got. And it came from Storm. And Storm wrote, Hi Rebel, I had an idea I thought I would share with you. You talked about cat armor, but I got to thinking. What if, a, what if instead of cat armor, we had cat sweaters? Cat sweaters, and I just love that idea so much because cats are not combat animals in Minecraft. We have the tamed wolf for that, right? As 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 much as the tamed wolf needs to be adjusted to actually be useful for adventuring, it's still that's the niche it fills is sort of like that ally in battle. The cat is not that. The cat is something else. And so having cat armor is not something that necessarily fits with the theme of the cat. But cat sweaters definitely fits with the theme of the cat. And so I am 100% in favor of having cat sweaters. Now, my thoughts on this are the sweaters could still offer protection. It still could count as a kind of armor, maybe not really powerful armor, but some protection and possibly could be also enchanted with protection as well. In my opinion, this should also apply to wolf armor. Wolf armor needs to be able to be enchanted with protection and possibly thorns. Um, I think that these sweaters would be highly customizable and that would be amazing so that you could have a closet full of cat sweaters for your pet. Um, and also if you and your server mates have the same kind of cat and you want to differentiate it a little bit, name it a different name and put a different looking sweater on it would be pretty cool. And the cool thing about this is we already have the perfect work block in the game for this. We have the loom. Um, so it would just require just a little bit of tweaking to the loom to be able to craft cat sweaters in there. And by the way, why don't we just go ahead and make sweaters for the player? <laughs> um, just for, you know, theme. Maybe you've gotten to the point in your world where you're not actually fighting mobs over and over and you basically live in an urban area in a city where nothing's really happening and you just want to kick back and relax. Just wear a sweater, you know, just kind of complete the whole theme. Um, but this got me thinking about other ideas for improving cats. Now, currently cats do three things. One, they repel creepers. That's the most well-known thing that they do. If a creeper comes around you and has you have a cat somewhere close by, it will stay away from the cat. They also repel phantoms, and this is less lesser known because phantoms are lesser um, encountered in the game than creepers are, but they will repel phantoms much the same way they repel creepers. And thirdly, cats will bring items to the player after the player has slept in a bed. If you left your, your cat wandering around so you didn't make your cat sit down in the same spot and then you went to bed, um, the when you woke up, the cat will have brought you an item. Sometimes this is a string, a spider's eye, a rabbit hide, a rabbit foot, maybe even rabbit meat. It'll just bring you a random little scrap of item like that. The idea being that while you were asleep, the cat went out, had an adventure, 
fought a cat, fought a rabbit or fought a spider and brought you the remains of it, much the way cats do in real life. When you walk out your door and you see, oh, lovely, my, my cat brought me a field mouse and it's all over the porch. <laughs> and this happens in to me in real life. Um, over in my in-law's house, I walk out on the front porch and I see all the mess that their cat has just graciously brought them in the form of all sorts of small dead animals. <laughs> it's really, really gross. But that's what they do in Minecraft as well. And I think that's a really, really cool uh, little feature that not a lot of people know about and even fewer people have explored. Um, now, the, that's what cats do now, and I think it's a pretty cool um, little mob in the game, but I do think that there would be ways to make it even better. Uh, first of all, what if, and I don't know how good this would be, but what if cats, instead of repelling creepers, they gave you a status effect that would allow you to repel creepers? So uh, you have a cat around you, and essentially something like Dolphin's Grace, you look up into your uh, right-hand corner and you see you have a status effect and it's like a creeper face with a, you know, X on it or something like that. And essentially, as long as you have this status effect, you will not um, attract creepers. Creepers will try to stay away from you. Maybe you smell like a cat. Maybe you have cat hair all over you. I don't know. Um, or maybe you get this effect from petting a cat. So you you somehow give your cat a nice pet in the game. Maybe they could make this a feature. And then that gives you, for three minutes, this status effect that allows you to repel creepers. Um, that might be fun, especially if you are creating creeper farms um, or if you are exploring um, dark tunnels, you know, caves and stuff where there's a lot of different mobs around. You have your, your dog chasing away the skeletons, you're handling the zombies, and you have a status effect that keeps the creepers away from you. This would be really, really useful. Another thing is that I feel like cats should have nine lives. Let's say that um, your cat dies the first time. Uh, it just basically comes back to life. Maybe it respawns at your bed. Um, and you can go back and reclaim it and take it on uh, another adventure with you. Maybe you're taking it mining to keep the creepers away, and it dies again, and you can do that over and over for nine times, and then the ninth time, it just dies. Um, this would play into the lore that, you know, cats have nine lives, but I can just go ahead and tell you that Mojang will never in implement this in the game because they don't want um, kids to think that their cat actually has nine lives and they're going to put their cats into life-threatening situations thinking that they're just going to respawn at their bed. I think that's kind of a silly standard that Mojang has sometimes. I understand, but I also think that that sometimes is just an excuse <laughs> for them to um, not introduce a feature immediately. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I really don't like that whole, you know, oh, we don't want to do that because it'll make kids think that this is a real life thing. Um, I don't think most kids will actually think that's a real life thing. And um, sometimes I think that the developers are just saying that because they don't want to add something to the game and they don't really have a good reason to other than that's just not something on the table. And so they just say that as an excuse. But um, uh, that's probably what they would say <laughs> in a response to that particular idea. <clears throat> Another idea is that black cats, the ones that you find in witch huts, which are my favorite ones to get, um, black cats repel passive mobs, making mobs uh, easier to herd, similar to the way warped fungi repels 
hoglins. Uh, this would help you uh, create spaces around your base where you don't want passive mobs to wander into, but you also don't want to create fences everywhere. So you perch a uh, black cat at a certain spot strategically to keep those passive mobs away. Maybe you don't want villagers coming into your house in the village, and so you put a black cat right next to the door, and they don't want to go in. Um, this could also be an interesting way to move villagers around, although it would probably be pretty difficult, and I don't think it would be a good way at all. It might be fun just to get a bunch of black cats and uh, and just you know arrange them in a certain way and watch the villagers run exactly where you want them to be because they do not want to be around the black cats. <laughs> Another idea is the pet bed. Now, obviously, this would not go hand-in-hand hand with the idea for the cat having nine lives. The pet bed would set a respawn point for your pet. Um, I think that this would solve every issue that we have currently with pets, as particularly the tamed wolf, because even though they are giving the tamed wolf armor, it's not going to keep the tamed wolf from, um, from dying. Uh, unfortunately, I know this firsthand because I recently had a tamed wolf die to suffocating in sand and there was nothing I could do to save it. Um, so if we had a pet bed that operated just like the player's bed did, once that mob dies, it just respawns right back at its pet bed and um, maybe it just sits there and waits for you to come back. Um, that way you never really lose your pet as long as you make sure that it is um, its respawn point has been set at that pet bed. I would also make it so that pets would roam up to a dozen blocks away from the bed uh, without sitting so that you don't have to have just a bunch of sitting pets around your um, base not moving around at all. These could be dynamic moving around giving some life to your base. Um, so that would be sort of what the pet bed would do, a respawn point and also a movement anchor where they move around in a radius around their bed. All right, guys, well, those are my ideas for improving cats. And that'll bring us to the end of this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, send them to me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I have been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, guys, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.